Welcome to the Film at Lincoln Center podcast. This is Eugene Hernandez on day six of the New York Film Festival and day six of our daily podcast from NYFF 57. I'm here with Nadav Lapid. Hello, Nadav. Hi. How are you? Uh, pretty fresh. <laughs> Good. Um, later in this podcast, we're going to have the complete audio from the NYFF live talk with Nadav. Uh, so, Nadav, thank you for sitting in for this intro, and in a moment we'll get to the full audio. Um, but I wanted to just have a moment to uh, to sit with you and and to talk about your experience at this year's New York Film Festival. We have a relationship, this organization has a relationship with you. Um, you were at New Directors a while back, and now you're at the New York Film Festival. Um, how's it going so far? It's 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 going great. I'm... I'm, I'm... Extremely, I'm, I'm extremely happy to go back to to New York Film Festival. I mean, for me, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen there is this 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 clip that you're showing before the screening. There is this this moment when Scorsese is saying something like, uh, "Thank you for uh, protecting uh, uh, the thing which we call cinema." I think I hope I'm quoting right. So 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 I can I can I can I can tell I can say more or less the same. I mean, I always feel that this place is a kind of uh, still palace, still castle of cinema, and there is there is a kind of I think pretty rare combination uh, here between being uh, friendly and being serious. Which is sometimes you feel it's opposed, especially on a cinephile scene. But here, here, both 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 uh, values uh, exist, and and it's 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 a joy. I'm happy to be here. Well, uh, hopefully, my colleagues and all of us here at Film and Lincoln Center take cinema seriously, but in a friendly way. Um, you travel. You've been traveling to a lot of film festivals, and I wonder. Um, you know, festivals are these special places where where cinema is held up and protected and celebrated at festivals all around the world. Um, but I wonder if you think that outside of that environment, um, there is a need to kind of speak to the notion of cinema being protected. Do you think that cinema as a as an experience or as an art form is is challenged or is is in danger outside of places like this or festivals? I think my my feelings regarding this this issue is changing, you know, ten times a day. I mean, yeah. I'm mean, five times a day. I feel that we are like uh, you know that our situation is even worse than the situation of the planet, and uh, that we are really in a danger. And 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 then I feel that cinema is 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 invincible. I have no idea, but I want to I want to believe. I want to to believe that. People still feel that that cinema is the is the most powerful and 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 most powerful tool in order to express the truth of this moment of this period, uh, the truth of our existence. But I think that it also depends on us. I think it depends on. I think that we. I'm not a, an ambassador of the filmmakers, but I'll say that we filmmakers, we must look for new ways. We must we we, we must renovate cinema. Cinema must uh, remain uh, dynamic. It must uh, keep on changing, keep on uh, 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 finding new ways to 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 express itself. Um, do you think that comes from the ideas that are explored in a film in cinema, or do you think it's the way that those ideas are explored, or maybe both? I don't know. Of course, that that ideally it's both, but 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 I I feel, for instance, that there are a lot of things that I still don't know about cinema, and that I'm super curious to to. To, to to reveal them and I, I feel that I have no idea how my next film or the one after will look like and this feeling of incertitude I think it's the sweetest thing and 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 and, and I think that there's nothing for me there's nothing more charming and sweet than to to, to, to sit as a spectator 
and to watch something that I cannot prepare myself for. Um, so, so maybe this is the experience I'm, I'm, I'm looking for. Mm. So maybe the, uh, maybe what you're saying is that the uncertainty is, um, is part of the, the charm, the, is part of what, I mean, if in this, if maybe that same uncertainty is what we talk about when we talk about cinema, you're, you're saying, and I agree with you half the time, half the day, it's like celebrating the, you know, the longevity of cinema and it's going to be fine. And then the other half, like sort of we're screwed. Um, but maybe that, that same uncertainty can, uh, can propel us to at least keep trying. This mania depressive uh, experience. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Exactly. You've been, you've been traveling, um, you've been traveling the world with your film, with this film, you've traveled certainly with the other films, but you've been traveling this year to many festivals. Um, how has your experience been just experiencing cinema? Are there, are there certain films that maybe you can, that you, that you, that you hold on to and that, that have uh, filmmakers or specific films that have, that have stood out to you on your travels recently? Yeah, I loved a lot, a lot, a lot uh, this year. I, I mean, there were many, not many, but there were f- several very good films. I loved a lot, a lot Bakurao that is shown also here in the festival mm-hmm. by by Kleber, Kleber Mendoza Filio. I, 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 on, on, on many levels, I, I told Kleber, I know, I told him, first of all, I watched the movie and I told myself, I have no idea how, I mean, how a person can do such a movie. I'm not talking about the technical aspects. I'm, 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 I felt facing an experience that was at the same time understandable and so surprising, so enigmatic and charismatic. I, I, I really love this film so much. And I loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. I think that, I mean, I mean, I can understand how someone, I, I mean, such a, 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 the, I mean, the joy of having cameras, being able to, to shoot actors, being able to edit all of this, adding sometimes music, sometimes not. I mean, I've never seen such a, or hardly I've seen such a playful mm-hmm. uh, moments of cinema, really. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I admire this movie. Well, just listening to you talk about those two movies, um, and I agree with you about both of them, um, gives me that hope, that, uh, that optimism. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that um, we, have, we have a number of really distinctive really unique, yours being one of them, films playing at this year's festival. And, um, you know, part of what we're advocating for to our audience through this podcast um, every day is to just give films a try and maybe, um, you know, uh, try something that that piques your interest, but that maybe you might not otherwise go watch. You know, it's a it's a it's a rare opportunity um, I think to 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 drop in and sample something from an uh, from someone that might be new to our audience, and that's exciting. Just as it is to see something from an established artist that has been working for years, like a Tarantino, you know, and seeing what he's coming up with. Um, we've got a lot of really terrific films playing at the New York Film Festival going into the second weekend. Uh, Nadav Lapid, we really appreciate not only you sharing your new film with us, but also being here to share the experience of watching movies. Thanks so much. And I really believe that uh, the beauty of cinema is, is a possible answer for the, for the, I wouldn't say sadness of life because I'm not a melancholic type, but a certain <laughs> sadness that accompanies life. Yeah. I hear you. I hope you're right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, join, I'll join that view. And we're so excited to have your film, your new film, Synonyms, opening here at Film at Lincoln Center on October 25th. So for today's podcast on day six, let's take a listen to the complete conversation, the complete NYFF live talk with filmmaker Nadab Lapid. Thanks again. With 59 Primetime Emmys and 30 Academy Awards, HBO Documentary Films has been bringing audiences a full spectrum of stellar non-fiction programming by acclaimed documentary filmmakers for decades. 
Dive into the year's most compelling documentaries and get ready for the powerful films to come. Stream the stories that matter, including The Case Against Adnan Saeed, The Inventor, Emmy Award-winning Leaving Neverland, just to name a few. And look out for the exciting new films coming soon, only on HBO. Hi, good evening. All right. Um, I guess uh, this is sort of an additional housekeeping item, I guess. Uh, how many people have actually seen synonyms? Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's better than I... Yeah, all right. About between half and two-thirds. <laughs> so we can actually talk about the film a little bit then without spoiling it for the one-third that has not seen it yet, who will, I'm sure, be at the screening later tonight. Um, Let's begin maybe with uh, the dedication uh, for the film. Um, the film is dedicated to your mother, who is also, um, who's also edited uh, all your films up to this point. Um, could, you, could we begin by talking a bit about your collaboration? And, um, and it, also, it also struck me that uh, this new film was, uh, was co-written, I believe, with your your father as well, so it's really a family affair. Could you just talk a bit about that? Um, okay, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's a good start. It's a pretty, I mean, it's, 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 it's going to be a morbid and sad now, so prepare yourself. Um, no, because I don't want to spoil the, the, the ambience, but, the, but because, um, yes, my, my mother, I, my mother was, was, um, was a film editor, well-known, notorious film editor in Israel. She edited many, many films, uh, mostly documentaries, but also fiction. Uh, and she, she, what I, I believe, uh, I'm not objective, I'm, I'm her son, but what I believe was was uh, unique about her is that uh, as an editor, she had no obligation or, dev or devotion for the director, even if the director was her son. I mean, I mean, I mean, she didn't feel that she has to serve the vision of the director. She didn't feel that she has to serve, of course, uh, not the interest of a producer or something like this. This is evident. I think that the only thing that she was she was concerned with, she didn't care about the script. The only thing she was concerned with was the truth that she uh, felt that she recognized in the materials. And if what's happening sometime, if the, the, the director couldn't, in her opinion, uh, 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 wasn't wasn't aware of the or couldn't recognize this truth. So she had to to fight against him in order to open his eyes, so he'll be able to see what he actually was shooting. Um, which means that 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 you can imagine that the editing process was well, was stormy. But uh, but at the same time, it was it was it was. I mean I mean I think that film editors should should be. First and above all, they should be devoted to 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 the truth. I mean, this is the place where you where you find what it's all really about. So my mother, my mother edited uh, all my all my movies, uh, feature films, uh, uh, short films, medium length films, uh, and we were very close you know i mean i mean i mean you can imagine i mean i mean editing a movie it's like it's like it's like spending i don't know 5 months 6 months from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. with a with a with a person in a in a, in a small room um uh, discussing uh, debating arguing uh uh, and 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 also also I always feel that the most intimate thing I have is my shots, the shots that I'm shooting. So 
you expose to this person the most intimate thing you have uh, with all the good and the bad takes uh, and um, and um, actually just just uh, two three days after after the, the 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 beginning of the shooting I synonyms was shot in Paris my my, my family my, my myself as well but my parents they live in in Israel and uh, Several days uh, after the beginning of the shooting, uh, the, she found out that she, she has cancer, uh, lung cancer, uh, uh, uncurable one, and uh, and she she made this I think this 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 choice not to tell me about it till I'll finish the shooting, uh, not to put me in this dilemma, uh, you know. Uh, so I found it. I found out. I mean, I mean, I found out uh, I, re I mean, I mean, my father was waiting for me in the airport when I went back to Israel to edit the movie. And the next day we started editing. And uh, uh, you know, it was like like uh, like a I mean, I don't have any other way to say it. It was like a terrible race between uh, what will end before the editing or her life, uh, and she 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 passed away before she 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 ended the the editing. Uh, I mean, the movie already took a certain form, or not a certain uh, form, but 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 she didn't have the time to complete it. Uh, it was really. I think like maybe four weeks before she passed away, we had the last uh, um, rough cut screening. So it was really till the the last moments, uh, and it was really I mean you know editing under a shadow of death, and editing between the between the editing room and 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 and, uh, and hospitals. It was it was it was terrible. Um, so that's why the movie is dedicated to her. And actually, if we talk already about it, I realized that I made a mistake. I didn't. I didn't because because uh, most of the people when they see this dedication, how do say dedication? You say in English, they don't. It's not clear that she passed away, and then people. Ask me very often about uh, so how was the editing? Uh, was it nice? And and, uh, and and then you have to to face uh, um, yeah and 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 I wrote the script with 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 uh, my father was a co-writer of the the script. My father is a writer. Uh, and again, there's something I think I think there's something interesting about it because uh, because uh, for those who watch the movie, for those who is going who's going to watch it, um, well, the film is based on my own experience, and it's 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 a pretty autobiographical one, and it it describes a period in my life where I I, I one year after the end of my military service, I felt. Uh, the, the, the obligation, the necessity, the urge to 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 leave Israel, to never come back. I I I felt as if I'm the only seeing per person surrounded by 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 blind people. I I I, I felt that Israel is a country with with no future, uh, and I um, and I. I a few days later, I, I landed in Charles de Gaulle Airport, and and then I. This is more or less the, the 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 beginning point of synonyms, but it was a period when I was, I mean, I wanted to erase all my my past, including all the people I knew. So I uh, I uh, I stopped being in contact with all the Israelis I knew, including my parents, uh, and. Uh, and 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 in a way, I mean, I mean, there was something because m most of the scenes in the script took more or less place in reality, 
And in a way, one, one could have imagined that working about such a film with your parents would become kind of confession, kind of diary, kind of a way to, to, to tell them what was happening in a period. Of, but I, I think that I really grew up in a family where cinema was an impo as important as, as life. And I think that when I told you that the story about about my mother, you could you could also witness it. I mean, I mean, I think that it's not a matter of comfort, but the fact that my mother passed her last days on earth editing was was in a way the the, the best the best, but the only right way that she could she could. Uh, finish her life, but so so I grew up in a in a in a family in a family where where cinema was as important as life. So there have never been questions or or discussions while writing the script, for instance, based on what really happened. It was it's I mean it's it always happened to Yoav and not to Nadav. It was always like I mean never ah so was it really like this? No, it was always like. So should we do this? And which, but I mean, there was also always this artistic distance or the artistic artistic perspective. Uh, it doesn't mean that it wasn't emotional. I think that 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 you know, cinema and filmmaking is extremely emotional thing. It's like just differently emotional than life. And I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'd be curious to hear you uh, uh, sort of elaborate on how the writing process uh, proceeded, uh, because the the film has, uh, for those, I guess, who haven't seen it, um, it has like a real feeling of uh, spontaneity and freedom to it, sort of a, um, almost as if you might, you know, you might just be uh, filming scenes as they sort of occur to you sometimes, but then there's also this autobiographical component, which suggests that it's very uh, rigidly scripted, perhaps. Um, so could you just talk a bit about um, how the writing proceeded? Um, I mean, I, I, I think that in a way, that the main advantage that I find in the fact that I base most of my movies on my personal experience and synonym even even more than the previous ones, is the fact that it helped me to 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 detach myself and to resist to the convention of of script writing i mean i mean i always have this feeling that that uh, that that each each person could witness or if he would have had to describe his life experience he would use words like uh, strange or chaotic or, or, or peculiar or, 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 or mysterious, and then we watch movies, and there's something so so organized organized about them. I mean, there's something, and I always feel that this this the, 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 something in the narration softens, and in my opinion, also turns this this chaotic experience of existence less less turns it to be something less interesting, much more comprehensible in a way, maybe much more accessible, but 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 maybe also life is charming because it's not accessible. So 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 the fact in a way that I'm that I'm dealing that I also have this always have this simple argument saying, no, but this is how it happened. This is how it really happened. I think that it helped me to 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 avoid this 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 seduction, this 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 trap of falling to the same narrative conventions, and 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 I always look for and in synonyms for a very. I mean, I think that this, the the narration in my movies is very primitive. It's primitive in a sense that it's very basic. I mean, it's like it's like if you think about synonyms, a guy. Leaves one country in order to move to another. Uh, he thinks it will be kind of salvation, kind of redemption. At the beginning, it's great. 
then it's not so great, then he leaves. I mean, you know, there are no, there are no turning points. There are no, yes, there are, but, but, but we all know this, 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 this basic construction. I mean, I mean, I mean, sometimes a person arrives carrying his bag and leaves some months earlier with the same, more or less the same bag. Well, in the film, it's not the same bag because they stole his bag, but it doesn't matter. But, uh, but, uh, but, but then, then begins, it's a platform, and then begins the, 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 the movie, and the movie is everything but this. So, so, so the script writing, I mean, I'm always afraid of very good script. You know, there are these scripts that people like uh, read them and they are, I mean, when someone tells you the script is perfect, I, 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 I was reading it laughing and crying at the same time. I think that, that, that you, you should leave the script aside. Because, because then, I mean, what's, 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 what's left to do? I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, the, the, the Pasolini was calling the script writing the, the uncompleted, uh, the unaccomplished uh, form of art, and I totally agree. I mean, I mean, I mean, script must, I think, contain empty spaces. It must be imperfect. It must be. It must contain uh, questions that are not answered. Um, but you know uh, that's why, for instance, it's always pretty hard for me to to finance my movies because, like people, I always there was I always facing facing the same. I'm already used to it, but but I always facing the same uh, the same uh, response that people like the the they're really enthusiastic. I mean, at least those who love my movies, they're really enthusiastic by the idea that I'm going to make a movie. Yes, yes, send us the script, we can't wait to read it. And then two weeks later, just kind of, you get kind of, kind of email. I mean, they're still into it, but they're a little bit disappointed. But it's okay, I think that, I'm trying to say that I think that scripts should be a little bit disappointing. I mean, I mean, otherwise, if you know, if you jump to the floor and say, hooray, okay, so let's leave it this way. Um, yeah, but not everyone, I mean, I can imagine it's hard for readers to 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 get used to be disappointed and be happy about it. Yeah. It demands a lot. Yeah. And but and as with uh, as with your last your last feature, uh, the kindergarten teacher language is incredibly important here. And in synonyms, um, it seems to me that it kind of. Uh, I mean, the film is in part about this relationship, I think, between language and, and cultural identity, and you know who who is who's who's included and who is excluded from society and this kind of thing. Um, but then it's also, um, I th especially in in uh, some of these scenes where uh, Yoav is walking down the street and he's. Uh, uh, pract like practicing vocabulary, and it almost seems like you know he's uh, he's brushing up against uh, like madness or insanity or something, but from within this like the house of language, if you will. So, could you just talk a little bit about how, about um, about sort of you know what this film maybe says about about language or just or just how what you were thinking about in terms of language because I think it was like clearly on your mind. Uh, when you were making the film, because it seems to go in a lot of directions uh, all at once. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I began, I first began as a novelist. Uh, I first began as a novelist, and I really, I really, I, I have, I really love words, but I don't like so much stories. So it's already, it, 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 you know, it put you in a, in a complicated position because you, I'm, I mean, you want to celebrate words, Without telling too much uh, stories, so and then and then, uh, for me the solution is simple, and I think you know there is this, there are these convention mainly about artistic uh, films that they should be half mute with no words, like people you know this cliche where people are 
watching a movie and they say it's unbelievable and then they, 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 there's no one single word and you're so I mean so, and sometimes it, it's great I mean I mean but 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 of course it's also it becomes also a cliche and a convention in a way you want to 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 sometimes I feel that you have to save the honor of words I mean I mean words shouldn't be uh, uh, a cursed thing so 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 but the thing for me and also there is this distinction sometimes in cinema between films of words and films of actions films of dialogue but i think that for me the 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 the, the solution is using and this is maybe the thing is using words not only as a functional thing but also as an essential thing which means that the importance of words is not only what they mean what they represent but what they are so and 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 it sounds very theoretical but i'll try to explain it in a second i mean i mean then i, I think that w when you talk in a in a foreign language suddenly it's it, it becomes very clear because because there's a thing you know in the movie okay so this guy is, stops talking in hebrew and he moves to to and then suddenly he's a man without words i mean he's a man who deliberately gave up his uh, his words so so suddenly is a man without words so you must find new words and these new words are words in french and 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 each word in french is a small triumph a small victory over his previous identity over himself so he celebrates each word in french it's well it's each word in french become 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 a celebration become a carnival become become a party and 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 then and then you judge the words differently because the question is not only what their meaning but for instance what's their music so for instance if you think about a word like sordid sordid so it's 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 pretty terrible word but it's super fun to say it so you can say sordid sordid uh, no 24 hours and and, and 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 he enjoys so much saying it like he's moving and he's dancing and he's saying it with 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 his body with his hips and it's and then words become something different because words are, I think, are problematic for cinema when when they tell the script. You know, when when you say, okay, this is what, uh, okay, we we watch some visuals and now we'll find out what's happening. Uh, tell us what's happening, and then the guy is talking. But uh, but 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 when words are 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 material among among others, like colors, like locations, like 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 acts like 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 action so so suddenly suddenly it's it's totally different and you know i think it's the same thing about ideas because for instance i think that it's pretty uh, complicated to understand to 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 decide or to 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 define if synonyms is a political or not political film and I think it's also because of it's also because of the fact that it contains maybe contradictions, but also because of the fact that there are there are a lot there are a lot of moments when people are telling ideas, but these are not the ideas of the movie. These ideas are part of life, part of existence. Like you know, I don't know, we eat something, we 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 I don't know, we take a shower, we kiss, and we say something that might be an idea so the idea is is just uh, something you know on the ch on the chain of of our life and 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 then ideas become also become also a, a material they become a, an existential material they don't become a message so so the film contains all sort of political ideas but these are not the ideas of the film Maybe, or maybe the film doesn't have a clear idea. Do you think that's, that this is something that uh, perhaps synonym shares with the kindergarten teacher, which, you know, there's, there's, po there's so much poetry in the film, and there you really feel sort of the, the weight and the materiality of, just of, of, of language itself. Uh, maybe something similar is happening here, but I'm, I was curious about that relationship in general, because I, I, th I feel like these films are connected, but in a way that's not immediately clear you know there is there is this connection that that in both films the main character has the same name so 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 which is okay i mean for me it's a kind of a little bit kind of playful thing uh, 
And also because, because at the end it's always the same character, so I'm too lazy to invent a new name. So, uh, so I said, okay. But, 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 uh, but, but then, then I remember I have been once in a, in a, in a, in a kind of a discussion about my movie, and I was a teacher from university, and she started really to, to treat this issue very seriously, you know, like you say, ah, oh, the young you have got older and become a... Okay, but I mean, I mean, I, I, I would, I wouldn't look at it so literally, but, but, yeah, the films, the films are are connected, maybe in the sense that in both films there is an attempt to 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 redeem yourself and to change a certain deterministic curse of history using the power of words. And uh, and this is maybe something in 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 common. And uh, in synonyms, the the vehicle for all this language that we're talking, or a lot of the language that we're talking about, is um, your 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 leading man. This this guy, Tom Mercier, is completely uh, you know impossible to take your eyes off of when he's in the film and so on. I'm 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 just wondering. I guess first, just you know, on a sort of practical level, like where'd you find this? Where'd you find this Israeli guy with the French name to be in your film about being an Israeli guy in Paris and and so on? And and also just you know how how did the how did the two of you work together? Because it's um, it's such a you know crazy magnetic performance. I mean, I mean. And I, I, th I think it's, it's, it's absolutely justified. But you know, people ask me so many questions about Omar. Yes, sometimes I feel like, like his agent. But, 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 <laughs> but, but, but I mean, but, 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 but I mean, he, he deserves it. Um, you know, when, when, when you, when you, when I, so when I wrote this script, I, I naturally, I, I, I imagined a little bit myself in all these scenes uh, because. Because I was there, and and then arrived the, the the casting stage, and I remember that at the beginning I was pretty melancholic, because I told myself that in a way I should have casted myself for the movie, but but first of all I'm pretty bad actor, and second of all, this guy who was myself 17, 18 years ago doesn't exist anymore. So, so, so that wouldn't have been an option. And I told myself, okay, whoever I will cast, it will be, it won't be, it will be a little fake. It won't be. Till I met Thomas here, and he made me forget about myself, which is not easy. And 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 also, 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 I mean. At, at one second, I didn't regret any, any, any more any of this, and I think he made me. It's not that it made me understand, but I understood again. It's a little bit, you know, like like the film is maybe a better version of life. So I felt that Thomas is a better better version of myself, um, and I, we found him in, in in a regular casting. I mean, I mean, you know, like like. When we analyze, I work always with the same casting director. And when he, when we analyze the role, so like, okay, you, you tell yourself, I need a handsome, charismatic, masculine Israeli guy between 22 and 24 years old. There's some Israeli guys. I mean, they're pretty much, I think. But then when we started to analyze the role, we understood to which extent it's. I think it's an immense role. I mean I think you know it's so demanding and, and, and the film is, is 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 written on his soul and his body and his, his brain and his and and, and, and and we understood that only few few that there are few actors that are capable of it. And Thomas yeah, was 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 back then was a student in a, in a theater school and he's never he's never been on set I think before. Someone talked to us about him we watched the photo. We didn't know him when he, when he arrived to the audition. And and you know there are so many legends about auditions that uh, even when you tell the truth, you feel as if you are exaggerating or lying. But uh, but it was really immense. And I, I, what I the thing I remember most from this audition was that uh, well, he's an extremely serious guy. Like super serious, like he gets in and he's doing his stuff. He, he hardly talks to you, like he doesn't ask you how are you and things like this. 
is polite, but is too is too concentrated on the thing. And and it, it was doing, I mean, it was doing what he was supposed to do, and it was very good. And then when we analyzed the character, we told ourselves that he's someone who's always um, who has this power of charming, charming other people. There is this this thing of, of fascinate, charming. And then the casting director told him, okay, now charm us. And I was like, fuck, I mean, it's not easy, sorry. But, 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 but I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I wouldn't like someone to tell me charm me or fascinate me or something like that. And, 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 he, was, and he was really super serious, so he was thinking for maybe three, four seconds. And there was a curtain there, and he went beyond the curtain, and I don't know why, but he found there like an old, Kind of puppet or something like this, uh, or, or puppet of 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 a, of a woman, and suddenly he burst in with a woman, and it was uh, he started. I don't know how to describe it. Fighting, uh, making love, dancing with this with this with this puppet, and it was so inventive and so wild. And full with imagination, and at the same time so unpredictable, all the things that he's done, and it took like, and it went on and on and on, and we couldn't, couldn't, and and, and when and when I watched it, I, I knew that it's him, and and, and we, we we couldn't, we didn't want to make him stop, and I remember that the only thought that I I told myself, okay, I hope that the movie will be uh, as good as this audition. And 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 then at a certain moment, okay, we had to stop. So he told him, uh, "Thanks a lot." And in one second, he was again, you know, this serious guy. Thanks a lot. And 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 he went out. And 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 this is, you know, it's like a car who's racing from zero kilometers per hour to 500 kilometers per hour in a second. And 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 I think that it's it's also you can feel it also in the movie because he's someone who's, I mean, he's tender and fragile. And, and 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 polite, but he can't explode in each second. I mean, I mean, he has this violence inside him. And 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 Tom is exactly like this. He was he was a judo champion, and everyone predicted that he will bring uh, Olympic medals. And one day he abandoned the judo and became a dancer. So he's really is tender, he's fragile, but 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 he's also full with. He's dangerous, and 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 there's a dangerous thing about him. And this is. And, and, and nevertheless, is really you'll never meet a nicer person, and is and is and is 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 is, is really hard worker, and, and you, I don't know when when he, when he fix a meeting with you in nine a.m. he will be there in eight thirty to be sure that he won't be late, and he's really is the nicest person, but he doesn't have any limits. I mean, I've never met someone so free in my life, and and I remember you know when when we were in in the Berlinale, for instance. So we've done some interviews together, and journalists, they always asked him about the, for those of you who watch the movie, for about the nudity scenes, and the, 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 and how, and he was looking at them, and he, he, he truly and sincerely didn't, didn't understand what they were talking about, because he could have done also the interview naked. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, and, and another thing about him is that since his physical capacities, and also intellectual ones, are really unlimited. It's like it's like having Superman on set. I mean, you can ask him to fly and he'll do it. Um, Ten takes, twenty takes. You can ask him to, and it's very tempting. There was a moment that I told myself, okay, you should stop because I just enjoyed of giving him tasks in order to see him fulfilling him. And we, and we ran out of shooting time, so I told myself you should stop. But 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 uh, but yeah, okay. You understand why why I said that I feel myself as the agent. Um. Yeah, on the, uh, well, on the subject of nudity, uh, the clothes are very important in this film. I think it's kind of a rare, it's kind of a rare thing that the wardrobe, the wardrobe is um, such an expressive part of the, of the mise en scène, and it seems, it seems like something that you that you thought about a lot. And of course, people, people know. Uh, I'm sure anyone who's seen a still from the film or whatever has has seen the uh, uh, Yoav's yellow coat. But I think it's also. Um, the the siblings who he, who he takes up with uh, their the way that they're dressed sort of indicates what like they're they're like haute bourgeois like Parisians who how you know who are separated by 
an ocean of uh, an economic ocean from this guy. And also and when you first meet him, well, not only is he naked pretty much when you first meet him, but he has the, the lip piercing, which he, he loses uh, almost immediately. And that, that, of course, seemed quite deliberate. Could you just could you talk a bit about maybe um, how you sort of derive the, the concept for the wardrobe in the film and sort of what role that played? So uh, actually, you know that actually there's a debate if it's yellow or mustard, the the the, the color of the coat. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I, I don't know, but whatever. But uh, yeah, so so maybe I'll begin with the coat. I mean, I rem there was a moment when I understood again. I in my head the movie is a little bit, and from the beginning I felt that the movie is a little bit, in a way, kind of superhero movie. And that this guy, he has this tragedy of superheroes that he can be superior or inferior, but never be a part of, never be really integrated. Uh, and I felt that there's something that should distinct him from, from, from and, and, and make him uh, visible, even if he... I remember that when I was talking with my casting, uh, casting, how the casting director? Yeah, so so we tried to find out what, what should he be wearing. So first of all, it was clear for me that he should wear the same thing, like, no, like Superman. He should wear the same thing. But second, I told her, let's find something that, like, from the moon, when you look at Earth, you see, like, the two things. You see the Chinese wall, and you see Tom Mercier walking. And, and, and that, 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 yeah, and that, Something that that will 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 detach him from from his surrounding. So this was one thing, and then the other thing was this uh, idea that you know he's running away from Israel from his military past, and then he's exchanging one uniform with with more subtle uniform, but with uniform. And the third thing, uh, the third thing was was I loved it because there is this moment that this French couple they they save him and then they 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 they. they they enable him to get back to society or they integrate him in society by giving him whatever he needs. So they give him money and clothes. Huh? But at the same time, at the same time, by giving him this coat, they already also also put a certain there already a certain barrier. Because they are all dressed with with you know, with the colours of people who who understand what life is. Sorry now for offending those who are not dressed with, but I'm, which I mean on the scale between gray and black, and it can also be blue sky and and, and yeah and white and whatever. But but and he's dressed with the with this clothes of the person that that like at the end of the movie that thinks that he's a hero, but actually is the destruction of others, and and uh, and. Uh, and then yesterday I met, um, I met, and this is the last thing that I'll say about the quote, I met, uh, you know, Arnaud de Plechon, the director, the French director, and he told me, he told me like, uh, we were talking about the movie, and he told me like, for me it's, it's the most, it's the most Jewish or Israeli thing to walk around with a yellow coat shouting, I'm not Israeli, I'm not Israeli. It's like the, the contradiction, so, so it's nice. I think it's a good analyze. But uh, so this was about uh, the code. And about this piercing, and I, I don't know, I, I think that I found it, first of all, I found it, you know, I mean, always when you have a, first of all, also, always I feel that when you have a concept, you should have the, 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 a bag, a, ba a bag in your concept, the thing that is not working well. So if the concept would, was that he's losing everything, so I told myself, but one thing, when, when they stole his things, one thing should remain, which would be the piercing. But also I like the idea that, um, I think people see him like this in the first moment of the movie, and they tell themselves, they tell themselves, okay, now I'll, in a way, now I'll have to watch throughout the whole movie a guy with this piercing. So you prepare yourself. And then and then it disappears. So I don't know. I found it amusing. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll 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 ask one final question. Then we'll open it up to the audience. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I would be remiss not to ask about the, uh, the reception of the film in, in France and in Israel, and maybe, um, you know, what, what was your experience of that? You know, how, what, what did you make of uh, the way the film was received? You know, outside of the film festival world, and um, sort of in the two countries that, in a way, the film is about. Um, in first of all, I must say that that in a surprising or unsurprising uh, way, I feel that the film is received all over the world, basically in the same way. Uh, I mean, I mean, there it's very dividing. There are people who, who few people stay totally indifferent. Few, few pe people think that the film is nice. There are those who are furious. There are those who are really, really shaken. Um, but it evokes very powerful reactions. And I think that they are mainly, mainly, mainly connected with the cinematic form more than the content, or maybe with the, with the mixture of, of these two things. But, but we know that at the end, what is provocative is I think so. So in cinema, is much more the form than the content. I, like I feel that people who who I mean, I'm not supposed to be the the spokesman of those who hate my movie. But if I'll try to do it for a second, so what I feel is that people. I mean, synonyms. I think it's a film about a vi vibration. It's a film about movement. It's it's a it's a films that at least tries to, to vibrate from the very second and that this vibration that begins in the first frame of the movie will, keep, will accompany you throughout the whole film till its very end, till the last uh, frame, till the last scene, till the last second, despite of the fact that the film is, 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 um, is uh, os oscillating, you say? Oscillating between, I don't know, 20... Uh, cinematic uh, styles and and between two different cameras and and but but it's the same movement and i think that people that are taken and shaken physically and emotionally and, and intellectually and all of this it's at the end it's the same thing but by by this movement they they respond very very powerfully to the movie and those who don't they feel like like a boxer in a box contest, con contest that is all the time punched by the movie. Like they feel that for two hours and three minutes they only only punched all the time, so they become angry. I can I can imagine. I mean, I like as a spectator to be punched by movies. I think I think it's a, really I think I think it's a good I think it's the experience of viewing uh, films. Um, uh, after how the movie was was in Israel. It depends. Like first of all, when the movie won the Golden Bear, so so really it was it was pretty enormous thing. I mean, I didn't know because I was in Berlin in the ceremony. But the three uh, the three main TV TV channels they 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 they, they, they stopped the 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 the, 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 the programs, uh, and there was a kind of special news. You know, for me, like it's something that happened when a war starts, or not, 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 not when someone is winning a, a, an award in a film festival. So, so, so in, in the beginning, and, 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 the, and the title was either Israeli Pride or Israeli Hero. With, so I became an Israeli hero. You can. You so can, I was going to say, an announcement can. about you on TV might be like the announcement that a war has begun. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, 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 and when I went back, I remember when I went back in the airplane. People were so moved, and they, they, I mean, it was really, it was really, it was touching. I mean, they said, uh, "Yeah, I, I was walking proud in the streets of Berlin," and I told them, "An Israeli guy won." It was nice, really. And and then arriving to the airport, there were dozens of, of cameras and journalists. There was an improvised conference. It was, it was... And then they started to show on TV scenes from the movie. And you can imagine which scenes they selected. And suddenly people weren't sure anymore if it's like national uh, Israeli pride or Israeli shame, and if it's like a hero or traitor or whatever. 
And I started to get all sort of, it's not, not very important, but people started to get angry. Uh, but all of this happened before the movie. The movie was released. Um, and, and then when the movie was released, I had, they asked me to make some talks with audience. And I remember that for the first uh, meeting with audience, I truly, I ask you, you, for those of you who watch the movie, you know there is his, his muscular friend, his big guy, the one who's uh, humming the, uh, the Israeli hymn. In the, in, so I asked him to come with me because I told myself, okay, <laughs> if it's gonna, <laughs> yeah, let's see. I mean, you'd better have this guy on your, on your side. And, uh, but then actually I must say that Besides maybe two or three charge moments, most of the people they 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 really they really they really they really understood the movie in much a broader sense, and they didn't you know they wasn't preoccupied or obsessed by pro-Israeli, anti-Israeli. Actually, the only one was. Uh, there is in Israel. I don't know if you if you know, but there is, or the, maybe there was because now there were elections. But the minister of culture was not the brightest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean she has her qualities, but but they are not connected with culture, and 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 and. Uh, not, not that kind of culture, yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 I remember that when there was the premiere, so a guy that I didn't know came to me and he told me, "Hi, uh, I'm uh, the, the 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 I'm the assistant. Or I'm working with this minister of culture, and I came to examine whether the movie is pro or anti-Israeli." So I told him, I answered, I mean, I answered, and it's really sincere. I answered, honestly, I told him, okay, when you find out, tell me. Because, 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 because really till now, I don't know. I mean, if the film is pro anti-Israel, I think you know. But, um, but then, as I said, audiences as well, I mean, there were people who were again, there were people who were for, but, but, but the movie, but, but the reactions were much beyond the, 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 the strict political thing. Which is, I think, also logical for such a movie because I don't think that synonyms is a, is a, is it's not it's not a political movie on in the narrow sense of the, the the notion, and I don't think that it's a left wing movie. You know, I mean, I think that it's not a right wing movie, but it's not a left wing movie. I don't think that there is there is any political party that can show synonyms in its reunions. You know, something like this. Uh, until uh, because because and also because the film is 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 it's a certain sense at least it's 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 him of fury and intimacy with Israel and in maybe in fury and intimacy with any form of identity. I mean, you feel to which extent identity is a terrible cage. But at the same time, it's not sure that outside of this cage, life is better. And, uh, and um, yeah, so, 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 so this, this is more or less. And, and I must say that I got a lot of very, very moving reactions from people in Israel that I, I didn't know. A lot of them from younger people who felt that the movie is really, really, really telling their story. People who wanted to leave Israel, but, 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 but still live there. People who left and went back. People who left and feel, feel, feel sometimes lost in a way. People who leave this, this combination of alienation and intimacy. And people who told me how they sent their, their, their parents and their friends and their loved ones. To, 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 to grasp, to understand what they've been living through. In France, you know, in Berlin, like I felt that those who loved most the movie was Belgium journalists, because for them the film was, was making fun of the French, the French. So they were super happy. Like really, in Belgium the film was... Wow. Um, um, I mean, I think that for, for, for many... French, I mean, in France mainly the film was very, very, very 
very well accepted, but, uh, but uh, well, I don't know. There was this beautiful cover of the Coyote Cinema, and, and, but, uh, but, but I think that, that they felt that the film is much more harsh and critical about them than about Israel. And in a certain way, they might be right, because because I think that you know I mean what I mean at the end of the movie I tell myself the 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 the, the film is fascinated and desiring most the Israeli guy I mean at the end of the movie I can't imagine a spectator who would say no I would love to be the French guy because 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 I mean I mean he is so vivid and they are like Jim Jarmusch film Dead Man Walking. Uh, so, um, so I think I think for for certain people there it was hard, but 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 then again, as I said, since then, wherever the film was shown, it was shown in many countries except for China, where it was censored. But uh, but in all the places where it was shown, reactions are the same, and and and, and they are they are very powerful. So. Let's let's <laughs> take some audience questions. Uh, we'll start over here. Hello. Thank you. Uh, two things. Uh, the, the role Wait, we only have time for one thing. The, the, so. Theater and Paris as a symbol of modernity. Theater, because I was a, a professor and I uh, teaching language and at Middlebury College, and this is how we teach the language in that we um, the students have to sign an honor code in which they completely annul their identity and they cannot speak English and you become fluent in six weeks. But everyone else thinks we're absolutely crazy. So that's the first thing. And the second one, uh, your, your movie was a wonderful ode to Paris as a symbol of modernity. And it looked like a, just one long Walter Benjamin uh, essay in a way. And then there's another military question regarding other things, but uh, uh, you did a very good job um, presenting a uh, special material uh, uh, ex-soldier that spoke with an accent from Marseille. So that was very well done. OK. Uh, sorry, we, we should take a, quest, uh, a question because we're going to run Thanks. out of time. Uh, we'll go right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One, one thing, please. Yeah, Just, one thing. Okay. It's, it's a question. It's a more personal question. So most of the Israelis I know, after their military service, they went to like India, Nepal, Thailand. Just curious how you chose Europe. To go to Paris. Yeah. Uh, I, well, first of all, I think, you know, that, that, that most of the Israelis, they go to these places in order to be, to be able to, 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 to live with what they've been passing through, and I mean, it's a way—it's a way to 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 ref, to find again normality or tranquility. I wanted to to I I I, I swear that, that that I'll never I'll never I'll never my my, my I'll never go back to Israel. I mean, I wanted to, 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 to annihilate this part in my life. I wanted to, 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 to get rid of my identity. And, and I think that in a way, in an unconscious, in a, maybe in an unconscious way, I felt like that France and Israel are too, too... Both of them, they are not only geographical terms, they are promises, they are concepts, they are, they are visions. Uh, uh, psychological, artistic, existential, political, but I felt that there are two opposed visions. I felt that whatever is appreciated in Israel is despised in France, and whatever is despised in France is appreciated in Israel. It's the same. But, 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 and I, 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 I wanted to go to a place where, where everything will be the opposite, where black will be white and tall will be high. And uh, tall will be, yeah. up will be down. So, 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 I think that's why. But, but also, it was it was driven by back then. It was driven by very vague 
and stupid reasons. I had a childhood admiration for Napoleon Bonaparte. I loved Zinedine Zidane, you know, the footballer. You know? And, and I watched for the first time uh, Abu de Souffle de Godard. So I thought that like each French people is either Bonaparte or Zidane or Godard. Well, it isn't. But, but I think that in a way, we all, all of us, at a certain moment, we want to be French, no? And the French, they are aware of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid that's all we have time for. Uh, but thank you very much for being here, Nadal. Thanks a lot. Thank all of you. You've been listening to the Film at Lincoln Center podcast. Our opening music is by Steelism. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Film at Lincoln Center is a nonprofit arts organization based in New York City and supported by individuals just like you. For 50 years, we've been dedicated to supporting the art and elevating the craft of cinema and enriching film culture through the programming of festivals, series, retrospectives, and new releases. The publication of Film Comment, the presentation of podcasts, talks, and special events, the creation and implementation of artist initiatives, and our film and education curriculum and screenings. To learn more about what we do and support Film at Lincoln Center by becoming a member, visit filmlink.org. That's F-I-L-M-L-I-N-C dot org.